Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I do with you. No, I'm just kidding. I do, I do. Let's uh, balance that there. Yeah, that's some good balancing. It's not. No, no. Yeah, that's, that's some better balance. That'll do it. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. being interrupted by a glass, but never mind. I, I feel like I'm about to make like a very memeish comment. It's like, oh, I love a balanced diet, and it's just a picture of me with like a pint in each hand. It's like, way. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like sip from each one to keep it balanced. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, you could just have like I don't know, a straw from each one, and just. just like, well, that yeah. is also the thing you could do. Hello everyone, it's a ramble episode. That means a library music cue very soon and no other editing except maybe a truncate silence in uh, Audacity. Yeah, if yeah. If that's your kind of thing. been awake maybe 15 minutes max <laughs> possibly less than that yeah yeah so um it's yeah it's the week after in that time i've let you into my house and made tea is it the week after no yeah hang on did we record it, no it's hell been ben- a couple of weeks since we finished hellbent for doctor who the 11th hour what podcast. did we do last thursday yeah, podcast.com um I swear we did. Oh no, no, we didn't yeah, record yeah. it then. I just didn't bring it out like before Saturday because yeah, there wasn't no another lot to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm always at my worst when that happens. Yeah. So, um, so, so yeah, yeah. So this is literally, on, literally yeah. like the week after because I thought you know like what we tend to do is like yeah let's do more podcasting podcasting oh, and then we wait ages and do nothing it's <laughs> the first one we've done here where we both sat on this newer sofa and I can actually sit and sort of vaguely face you yeah, yeah. I mean you can't obviously we'd have to arrange ourselves differently but I, I mean I, I'm pretty case. sure it could be done um, so yeah it's just some just we've got some a lot of, the recorder is further than it has been lately because I haven't bothered to set up the mic stand so there'll be a lot of room ambiance yeah, yeah. I could set up the mic stand though what do you reckon <sighs> It'll involve pausing. Yeah, go on. I'll just finish this text and then... Uh, All right, everyone. Then I'll be focused and ready. Talk to you soon. Recorderly. It's like penisly from her. <laughs> oh, week. So, uh, yeah, this is Jungers do a thing. I'd love if I listened to it back and there was no discernible difference. <laughs> I've money on this mic stand for no reason. Oh, so I've got the Genesis of the Daleks mic. You certainly have. That. Great. They, they can't dance. They can't. It's the way they roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my version of that, my insufferably twee, stupid version of that was... I still like it. Mm. The I'm Charles Dance version. I'm Charles Dance. I believe it went, where's my B? <laughs> I only want to take him on a trip to the sea. <laughs> but, um... Imagine so being Charles Dance reading that. That's beautiful. <laughs> I feel like it's the sort of thing you'd happily sing, because he seems like a guy who, despite his kind of demeanour, is fairly happy to do... 
kind of silly stuff. Well, it was in Ali G in the house. Yes, if that helps. I seem to. I have a very distinctive memory of him reading as a you know the, the budget is he the chancellor he reads out he generally reads out the budget and there's some kind of he, I remember him talking about there being a panty tax presumably to encourage women to wear thongs instead I believe is the word I see um, yeah. I've only seen it once and not for a while <laughs> I don't me too uh, do you plan to watch it again any time I'm in no hurry no me neither but I, I think it's got it's got some people in like British comedy people I think yeah. Tony Way's in it Martin Freeman's Martin Freeman definitely yeah. in it yeah and uh yeah Tony Way is in it I believe as well yeah and Tony Way absolutely pouring down with rain it's a terrible day that's my Tony Way joke it's it's basically it's lost on me and um it, it also requires knowledge of the song Blackberry Way by The Move um so the combined <laughs> Venn diagram audience is like you is me <laughs> and possibly Tony Way <laughs> Um, and it's not even a joke. It's just a song with Anthony in instead of uh, Blackberry. Blackberry. Um, so it's not that really, really didn't get any better in the explanation. That joke. No, I, it, um, it never does. So please no. tell Mel Brooks and Mike <laughs> Myers, please. Zing! I'm if you make a joke, it's either funny or it isn't. Yeah, don't explain it. It won't get any funnier. That's our comedy advice for Mel Brooks and Mike Myers. There. Because we are comedy genii. As you can clearly tell. So this is, yeah, Joan Chris do thing, JC do thing, dot com. Way! Fucking hell. JC do thing on Twitter, I believe. Uh, yes. And um, JC do thing at gmail.com. Yeah, you're infinitely more awake than me, so. Yeah, I mean, I've been up for like mm. hours, which is still, you know, I didn't get up that early, but I still got up before mm. the time that it is now. Yeah. You're, well, you're, I know that your idea for this. Has hastily put together doing a thing, which is basically, do you want to do a thing? It was like, yeah, all right, then yeah, switch yeah. on the recorder. It's a bit weird because this is literally us catching up, seeing mm. each other for the first time in a week, but yeah. you know, recording it. As so well. you say you wanted to talk about your week? Yeah, uh, I'll talk about mine first. I did nothing. I got <laughs> lazy and fatter and filled my house with even more cardboard than before. Yeah, but not because you're a hoarder, just because presumably you had presents that were in cardboard. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm not officially a hoarder but I've got that I know I've got this sort of hoarding gene that yeah, I've yeah. got down got from my mother yeah. and uh, I can't I can't bear it man it's got either got to be like a complete mess or a sterile empty nightmare <laughs> I can't have like just a few things because they will pile up yeah I'm gathering that um, <laughs> there were a couple of things I was bizarre are you not impressed by my cardboard cathedral <laughs> could you play all day in your cardboard cathedral I, could, well, I, I can do. and I will yeah. I, I, often, well, I often sit in silence all day in it if that helps yeah that's sorry I'm a depressing <laughs> oh, we didn't have to do this we don't have to <laughs> oh, no, 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 be depressed fine. on a podcast we don't want nah it's fine Never stop me. <laughs> um, so I went to see because uh, we often talk about the wrestling on them. Um, yeah, and I've been out of out of the game. The game. Yeah, one of our Twitter people wanted us to talk about the inevitable disappointment of TLC, which yeah. I think you didn't see. I didn't see. I, I saw some of and uh, quite a lot of it. I was actually quite impressed by it, but then yeah. I fell asleep for not TLC related reasons. And uh, I was just I very tired, and I haven't caught up with the rest of it yet. But I, want I was going to make a joke. I want to see Monday Night Raw because apparently it was quite good. I was going to make a joke about how, like, oh, I watched uh, THC or something like that. And <laughs> I just no. Oh dear! No, be... I, I didn't watch THC. You didn't fall asleep for THC related reasons. No, I didn't, and I haven't done for quite some time. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. 
Um, yeah, I, I can't actually remember the last... That's not a judgment, it's just a fact. I can't actually remember the last pay-per-view I actually watched. Mm. Um, it was after WrestleMania, I'll tell you that much. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I don't know, something about just kind of fallen out, even with NXT, which is the far superior product, obviously. Mm. But last night I went to see NXT take over London, which I'd kind of forgotten about mm. until like a week before. It was like, oh, right, I'm going to NXT next week. Yeah. I knew a few people who were there completely, well, independently. I knew Ash was there, but yeah, you, yeah. Well, you may have caught up with Ash, I don't know. Uh, no, I didn't, but... um, uh, One of my former Now TV colleagues, I, I said the name of the place, uh, Jamie Wotton was there. Yeah, yeah. He apparently, apparently you could hear him hear himself quite embarrassingly on various clips people had <laughs> uploaded there's some good uh, good British chanting for it yeah I'd heard Ash said the audience were pretty hot yeah and the, that they were probably going to be heavily edited <laughs> there was the a lot of sweary ones my yeah. favourite one didn't actually go out um, because there was a um, there was a surprise match bonus mm. match at the end which was uh, the return of Sami Zayn Oy. and um, he wrestled Ty Dillinger and um, Ty Ginger now has a, a kind of a kind of a man bun top knot thing, <laughs> and it started with no. "fuck your top knot," but then progressed <laughs> onto the even better top knot wanker, <laughs> <laughs> top knot wanker. <laughs> oh, why? Why is he done that? Also, why keep? Why have they not broadcast the return <laughs> Sami Zayn match? I don't why know. Is that a dark match? Pro- they might be doing it on a saving it for a, a t- TV episode. Oh, and they just wanted yeah, to yeah, treat us. The London fans. But yeah, it was really good. It's a very... So I've been to one other wrestling event before, which was Chikara mm. at the Garage in London. Yeah. Which is a very different... I mean, I was in the front row there. It's in a little venue. You had a wrestler land on you. Oh, near enough. I mean, I had to... We went at the side. The side to our left was the one that, like, people were clearing out of the way all the time because there were the people doing crazy... You know, there was crazy suicide dives and topes and, mm. and whatnot going on. Um... We had to move out once or twice. Pick a flake out of your hair, guy. Oh, no. <laughs> there you go. Oh, the shame. And um, <laughs> so we're a front row, and you really kind of feel part of it there. And, you know, you hear every uh, every kind of grunt. Mm. And um, almost every move sounds incredibly loud and painful. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it's a bit more because, like, it wasn't being broadcast. You know, there were people introducing every match, and there was a lot of crowd interaction and stuff. It's It's oddly... You feel oddly removed watching. Uh, I found it watching take NXT Takeover because like mm. there's no real talking to the crowd. I mean, Triple H did a promo at the beginning, mm. the beginning, uh, so. <laughs> and um, then he pretty much then he buggered off, and then the match is happened. It's exciting seeing Triple H with your very own eyes. It was quite, and you're like, hey, it's that guy who I've seen on TV, but he's like really there and yeah. quite small, but he's there. Yeah, he's not CG or anything. He actually does exist. Yeah. I've got uh, proof with my own eyes. Yeah. I mean, I can't prove it to anyone else, but this is sufficient proof for me. Yeah, it's all I needed. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, and kind of, like, it's interesting because they show, like, the the intermatch promos and stuff on the on the screens so you can kind of get a sense of what's going on and what's coming up next and stuff. Mm. But then for the actual matches, screen's dark. You know, you're just focusing on the ring. Yeah. And obviously there's no commentary. Yeah, and um, it's just a very different experience, and like the crowd is a lot louder than the actual rest, you know, in ring sound. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it just it, it was still really good, but it just it just feels a bit more removed. And because you don't have like the commentary and the commentators telling you what's going on, and you don't have the promo, you don't kind of so much have all the promos and and you know the videos and stuff. It doesn't feel as much of a kind of coherent yeah whole. 
as a as a you know put together pay per view yeah, package. As, as the audience there, you don't get led so much into the conclusions and things like that. I mm. suppose. But you know you do have get, but they, you do get to participate in a lot of chanting. So there's that. There is that. And there was also. Happens. Did you hear about the Bailey chant? No. Hey, hey, Bailey. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that is a very UK thing to do. There were some. There are a lot of very UK chants. Dawson and Dasher. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And then there were some great variants. I would also be chanting like, that because I don't know who they are. Uh, you may have recognised, but like I may, was, have, I may have missed a few weeks of NXT myself. Yeah, I have indeed done, but there it's, was a lot of jokes. It's, it's weird. I've not fallen out of love with the thing. I just fallen out of effort. Exactly. Up with it. I found certainly with Raw, it's like I just do not have two and a bit hours to spare. Really. But like, yeah, mm. since I started working as well, I've been sort of. Yeah, I, I, I've had quite a full social life as well, and it's just finding the time, really. Bloody dark. Yeah, <laughs> indeedly doodly. I've made friends with lots of cardboard. <laughs> the cardboard is my friend. <laughs> um, Hello. I'm trying to remember the, the other. Cardboard speaks to me. I'm trying to remember the other super English ones. There were. Dawson and Dash, there were there are actually a lot of chances about how people can tell them apart. It's like which one's Dawson? Which one's Dawson? And there's like, Oh you Dawson, oh you Dawson, oh are you Dawson in disguise <laughs> There was yeah, and there was Any oh, any Enzo eating of pies. Uh, there was a little bit of that uh, Samoa Joe, bastard. I think. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I saw Samoa Joe in real life and uh Seeing Samojo wrestle in an arena for me is great because there's mm. so much Joe, Joe, yes. Joe, Joe. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's my name. It's like watching Joe's apartment. <laughs> exactly. Joe, Joe, Joe. Um, I've never had people chant my name. Yeah. Like, it's not at me. It's like, <laughs> so, Joe is going to kill you. It's like, damn right I will. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Finn Balor, let me at you. Yeah. Oh, I could definitely beat him up, clearly. <laughs> It's like, oh, get out of here. Watched a BBC documentary about him, well, uh, about yeah, Fergal um, Devitt. Devitt. The actual, he's really good. I did, oh, he yeah. hadn't made much of an impression on me as Finn Balor. Yeah. You know, he's this Irish guy who comes out and occasionally has body paint and yeah. fake dreadlocks Oh, he on. did loads of stuff. He was really popular in Japan. Like, he did, yeah. He was very over in NJPW. And that's, that's what I... <laughs> what I saw yeah. when I watched it back. Sorry, um... Speaking of Japanese wrestling, uh, I saw a clip on, believe it or not, of Have I Got News For You, of, uh, of a wrestler called Jerry Ryan? Yeah. Uh, defeating his opponent with his penis. Ah, uh, of course, yeah. There was a, the, the opponent basically grabbed, grabbed yeah. his cock, and he did an occasional flexing, and then the opponent went as though his arm had been <laughs> twisted a couple of times, and then eventually did a whole flip over. As I can't though, think why people... As though the guy had flipped him with <laughs> his cock. You say, why do people think it's fake? I don't understand why people don't take wrestling seriously. <laughs> Jerry Ryan, you may... Um... I think it's also him that... we got tea, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about the noises. It does a, a move that it's like, if I were a wrestler, I probably would have pitched it at some point. But he does the boob plex whenever he's wrestling a lady. Oh. He just kind of grabs the boobs. <laughs> but yeah. He's, I, I'm getting a sense of what kind of wrestler he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He, hasn't he got like a big porno moustache as well? Yes. And so there you go. Yes, like, guilty. <laughs> court of public opinion. They only call them matters. Really? Kangaroos, a lot of them. Anyway, so that was a main. That was a highlight of my week, mm. and I had another really weird thing to bring up about pop culture. <laughs> um, there, I watched. Now it's a very bad film, but kind of enjoyable. <laughs> Last night I watched the film 
How High, which uh, stars Red, two rappers, Method oh, Ref, Man. And Red Man. Red Man, Red Man and Method Man, yeah. Mm. And I've never seen it, but, but I, I once did a mashup of uh, How High alongside um, Learning to Fly by... Um, the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Oh, okay, because the song... Learning How High to Fly was the uh, very clever title. Of course, because there's the... Um... Excuse me while I kiss the sky. Pocket full of rye. Yeah. It went on and on. There's a version of it. I don't know if it's... Because the... I think there's a track called How, How High Too, which has a Tony Braxton sample in it. <laughs> um, about getting about being high or something like that. Mm. Anyway, we the... can both vaguely face each other yeah, on the this plot, sofa. The plot awesome. is, believe it or not, completely ridiculous. Um, so their friend dies, and they use his ash. He uses so Method I, I, Man. You do know the basic plot, but yeah, go for I'll, it. I'll explain it for the, the yeah, people yeah. at home. So Method Man's character, who's called uh, Silas, um, he uses his friend's ashes to because he's a, he's a very good um, botanist, mm. <laughs> um, and he uses the, uh, his ashes to grow this weed. And whenever they smoke it, they can see their dead friend. And because he's dead, he has act- He can ask anyone. In like history, so he helps them ace. It's an actually exam. slightly crazier than I'd been led to believe. <laughs> I heard that they just made a strain of cannabis that made you super intelligent. I didn't no. know in what what form it. No, like. it made you intelligent because they can see their dead friend, and he can ask anyone from history. So he helps them ace an exam, and they get into Harvard and have all <laughs> sorts of crazy <laughs> and offensive adventures. Dear Lord! But like, because this is the kind of thing that. If occurs to me there's a re there's a bit that had me pondering because one of the characters at one point um he's a he's an asian american so he's mm-hmm. a, you know possibly chinese i think i think that's what you're supposed to think right and he um he says he he says at one point he's listening to wu-tang mm. to which one of the characters says i ain't got time for that chinese shit or something, which is a funny joke because mm. um, obviously wu-tang are named after a martial arts uh, yes, film um but I, that raises the question in my mind of is like if the Wu Tang Clan, the group exists in the How High universe, <laughs> does that mean that they don't have Method Man as one of their MCs because he is presumably they have Meth Head Man? I was like, does that mean that like the, the track Method Man isn't on Thirty Six Chambers? Like, how does that how does that change? No, because this is the film of the real events. <laughs> So in this, it's Silas. He doesn't look like Method Man. He's just being played by Method Man in this version of so, see, it's Wu-Tang Clan have a guy that looks exactly exactly the same as Silas, who comes also not from nec- Staten Island. No, no okay. not necessarily. But in this universe, they could have... So either they have no Method Man, or they have a completely no, 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 different this one. Is, this is my way of watching things now that yeah, makes yeah. everything make sense, which yeah. is that everything happened, and then they made a film of it. Right. So you're watching the film of what happened actually. Right. So this guy did what did listen to Wu-Tang Clan, and he yeah. had a mate called Silas, but yeah. Silas didn't look like Method Man. He's right. just being played by Method Man in the okay, film. Okay, okay. Right. <laughs> Honestly, it makes everything work. Yeah. It's like, oh, what do the people in EastEnders watch at whatever time of week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, because I had another... Ex- it reminded me of a very... Uh, Somewhat different example is that in Thirty Rock, mm. um, Jack Donaghy, who's played by Alec Baldwin, mm. um, uh, is watching Friends for the first time, <laughs> right. and is like, "Well, there's two interesting issues this raises because yeah. one, Alec Baldwin shows up yeah. in a later episode of Friends, 
But um, possibly more immediately problematic is that both um, David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston guest star in uh, 30 Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it's like, you think you noticed a thing like that. Well, again, it's like uh, um, in Breaking Bad with uh, Scarface. Walter White watches Scarface, but yeah. a couple of members of the Scarface cast are in oh, Breaking right. Bad. Oh, right. <laughs> Not least um, Steve Bauer. Uh, but anyway, the Mexican guy in the yeah. leisure suit. Oh, right, and, yeah. uh, and I think... I think um, Salamanca, Salamanca, I yeah. think so, but it's been a while since I've seen yeah, Scarface. Yeah, I think you might be right, Because but... this is what very few people tell you, it's boring as shit. Interestingly, the comedian John Mulaney... Um, mm. which, for which I blame not Brian De Palma, the director, but the screenwriter, Oliver Stone. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once I say Oliver Stone... <laughs> I'm like, Brian De Palma, he's a guy who knows how to make things exciting. If nothing else, like that is what he's pretty look, good at. I mean, it looks great. Yeah. Um, no, that doesn't make sense. Uh, John Mulaney um, is a is an American comedian who I'm very fond of. Mm. Uh, I've almost choked to death at his material twice, but uh, I don't hold that against him. I just take that as an endorsement of his comedic stylings. I see. Um, no, I'm d- be was, careful. <laughs> I wasn't in any chance of dark. Well, the second time was a bit more hairy than the first, but you know, I'm fine. Obviously, mm, hairy times. <laughs> I'm all about the hairy times. But he says that. He doesn't like the film Scarface, and he doesn't like um, when people confer- compare it to um, other gangster films, which are actually great, such as The Godfather or Goodfellas. Mm. And he says, um, when he says when people say my favorite films are Godfather and Scarface, it's like saying, oh yeah, my favorite foods are lobster and Skittles. It's like it's just completely <laughs> different ends of perspective. No, no, I know Scarface has its fans. I'm yeah. not going to denigrate them. I, 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 it didn't work for me, but. I also know that a lot of the films I really like now, I was bored shitless by yeah. my first viewing. 2001 is a yeah, good yeah, yeah. example. I had to really make myself watch that a yeah, few times, yeah. and now I can just sort of tune into it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I might, that might happen with Scarface. I just am, I'm having trouble finding the desire, um, to, the desire to be asked. Yeah. <laughs> during it. Um, yeah. Um, and also, well, the good thing about for people who like Scarface, mm. uh, you can it is at least a good example when people are like complain about remakes, and you're like, well, Scarface is a remake, is mm. a, you know. Well, if if they actually is there plans to make another? I think there was. Yeah. Everyone's like, how dare you make remake Scarface, the Tabama classic. It was the same thing with the thing, and then yeah, they yeah. they chickened out and made it a prequel instead. Yeah. But that was that was never the plan to start with. No, they just wanted to drum up some controversy, probably. You will indeed. Anyway, I don't know if you had any. I was going to ask if you had any examples of unintended metafictional consequences from. Um, uh, Almost media. certainly, I'm yeah. just having trouble thinking of any. Well, some of them are deliberate, like it was William Shatner in Airplane Two looks yeah. through some kind of space. Periscope thing and the Enterprise goes by yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, there's a good there's a good someone, <laughs> yeah, Tom Atkins in Halloween Three sees the trailer for Halloween <laughs> oh, right, so. to really drum home that we're not in the same universe at all as that yeah, film. Yeah. Except I think that was where I got the example from that that was the film they'd made of the things that actually that happened. happened there. Yeah. Because uh, I had this whole thing right. I've never told anyone about this. Is my it's not a plot it's an idea my Halloween sequel idea to yeah, bring yeah. these two disparate Halloween universes together yeah which was that the stuff in Halloween happened but they mm. made a film out of it 
which Tom Atkins sees advertised in Halloween yeah. 3. His wife is uh, Nancy Loomis, who was in that film. Yeah, yeah. So is she actually the actress in <laughs> that film? So that's okay. And then Colonel Cochran, his company makes a lot of robotic killers who all move like Michael Myers does. Right. Uh, not least because one of them is Dick Warlock, who is Michael Myers in 2... Oh man, I forgot what a great name Dick Warlock was. It is a, it is a super. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> J- Jerry Ryan is a bit of a Dick Warlock. Yes, indeed. Um, so, anyway, you can have a version later on where the Silver Shamrock Company, for whatever reason, constructs a robotic Michael Myers uh, to continue the threat of stuff probably to do with the cult of Thorn from 5 and 6 and there you go it's as I, it's not a plot it's just the barest bones of an idea that yeah. ties two strands of a universe together nice work um, how I explain Jamie Lee Curtis faking her death is 4 or 5 and having a daughter and then actually not uh, and then coming alive and not caring about her daughter at all in 7 and 8 who knows no <laughs> clue I've only seen up to 3 so I feel like I, you know, I can't help you. You've seen the best of them. Yes, that is my understanding. Sure, and you've you've seen Rob Zombies. <laughs> no, I haven't. Have you not? No. Did I not put that on one hour oh, no, wait. and we just you suffered did. through it? And we did suffer through it. I remember. I've actually... literally forgotten watching that. <laughs> I've literally blanked it out because I am like... so jealous of you. <laughs> I was like, we did watch it. And we spent the whole time just talking about how it wasn't as good. Mm. And yet, good. how many copies of Rob Zombie's Halloween have I got? Actually, that's two copies of Rob Zombie's Halloween Two on DVD over there. Uh, I know I've got the. <laughs> there's uh, some Blu-rays over there that's got the two Rob Zombie films, and some Blu-rays <laughs> over there that've got the two Rob Zombie films. I have got a problem. What is wrong with you? <laughs> it's that I've got a problem. That's fair enough. So you discovered my one weakness: the but time I'm... week. Exactly. Um, there's quite a good example of this kind of stuff I'm talking about. In um... also, if you want all of the X Files on DVD, let me know. So you can okay. take it with you. Let me mull on that. It's all on Netflix, isn't it? Yes. Which, uh... um, that does make shifting the DVDs harder to do. <laughs> but this well, some people things. like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also extra it. murky visuals. Yeah. Um, are you aware that in Scrubs there's a bit where... Um, I think the janitor yes. reveals that he was an actor and he starred in The Fugitive. Like, The Fugitive as a film mm, and exists he in that universe. Yeah, and Neil, it's him. Neil, what's his face? I think you call him Neil Finn from Crowded House. No. But yeah, anyway, yes, he is in The Fugitive. Yes. JD, like, watches it at home and sees him. Yeah, and they're like, they to kind of, I feel like the explanation is just that he was. He, Actually, I think he's Neil Flynn. Neil Flynn sounds. Mm. He's also in Mean Girls, you may recall. I don't recall. He's Lindsay, well, uh, Lohan's uh, yes. father. Actually, not, I do recall. A character is not called Lindsay Lohan, obviously. I just can't. Katie, that's I'm a, it. I'm afraid a lot of Mean Girls has been kicked out by that time we watched Mean Girls 2. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's like the worst. That's like the flip side of what happened to me with the forgetting the worst version of Halloween you've uh, <laughs> rem- I've, I've forgotten the better Mean Girls film. Yeah. My favourite... The <laughs> extraordinarily better Mean Girls film yeah. by an enormous margin. Yeah. Um, do you remember... I remember the best thing <laughs> Sorry about everyone, it. Sorry, everyone, I booted the mic stand. I think Seb pointed it, or Nikki pointed out. Is it the, the vlog? Yeah. The, the principal has this dancing vlog thing, but when you see it... 
the also includes the shot of the camera he's apparently <laughs> filming it with because they just lifted footage out of the movie camera. <laughs> yeah. It's like that version of when they lean. hand when they hand a photograph of a character to it and it's a frame from the film. Yeah, and you're like, how did you get this angle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm trying to there's some particularly egregious examples. Oh, I think the... Um, I was riding with death from uh, MSC3K. I remember Batman and Robin has a thing where, like, hmm. he gives all the... Um, he gives, like, footage to Mr. Freeze proving that Poison Ivy is hmm. not all that. And it's like, it's just footage it's just that we see. Yeah, and you're like, how did you get a camera there? <laughs> like, hmm. What a strain. At least in Robocop, like, refilm the recorded bits from his point of view. Sometimes yeah. they get the words slightly wrong, but like, yeah, yeah, they, they make did a, it. Make an effort. The words and movements. Well, you know. know. No, Clarence Bodica. You said number two guy and you stumbled and went that way. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. I, I wouldn't correct Clarence Bodica in reality, obviously. No, would you correct Paul Verhoeven in reality? Um, I'm more likely to. Yeah, yeah. He seems more approachable than you'd imagine. Okay, that's good. And you can just talk to him about lefty stuff and he'll probably <laughs> dig on it. Yeah. You can talk about how people are fascists or whatever it is. Yeah, if they enjoyed Starship Troopers. <laughs> I think he's, he, he enjoyed Starship Troopers in a very specific way. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, smash those bugs. War. Ooh, it's fantastic. <laughs> nice. The girl for business there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you know what? Those we've got any audience left by the end of this. I'm stunned. I basically just wanted to talk about NXT and how high, and maybe, well, maybe Star Wars, but... Uh, that's not to... The Force Awakens, anyone. You're, yeah, yeah. you're referring to... What they now call Star Wars Episode Four, a new yeah, hope, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or Star Wars, as it's yeah, known, as it's sometimes known. Yeah. Well, we're both seeing uh, Force Awakens on Sunday. We're yeah. seeing it very early in the early in the morning. I not. didn't. I didn't arrange that with you because I had a feeling you were probably going to be seeing it soon, probably with Nikki and people. Yeah, I'm glad we managed to work it out. Um, and because uh, Seb is going to be very near me anyway, just yeah, down the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bump them into a car at 7.45 and <laughs> drive to Acton. There was something quite nice about that. They were watching a film really early in the morning. Yeah, there's very few the people there. Yeah. yeah, taking like, I don't know, a breakfast panini in with you or something. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, I just just like the idea. It's like just a full English I'm breakfast. I'm more like two Snickers bars. And a, also, and a a good also a good breakfast. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll eat, I'll eat something before I go. It's interesting seeing... Um, I read an article this week about how... This person had rewatched uh, for episode four because they were doing a you know a rewatching for uh, mm. for the you know the Force Awakens and they were like mm, four hasn't quite held up as well as I is it was it's expected. all right it's just, it's a very slight film I've, I've yeah it's awkward because very yesterday I was on a podcast about it oh okay I was doing two rewatches so I wanted yeah. to watch them all in product in production order yeah so we watched the definitely original theatrical versions yeah. of the first three which you know look a bit shit now yeah. well, not the, when I say look a bit shit not because of the filmmaking but because the image is degraded and yeah. Lucasfilm deliberately didn't pump it up in any way yeah. to further justify the existence of special editions yeah. and then watch the prequels on Blu-ray we've got uh, Revenge of the Sith tomorrow okay. but um, then I also agreed to be on the Wookiee Rookie podcast to yeah. Katarina, who's seen the prequels but not the originals, wanted to watch them all in episode order before Force Awakens. And and so around about the time I just got off of... I think 
I was maybe two. I was like, yeah, I was two films into the original trilogy yeah. run. So we just had Empire Strikes Back, and then I had to start watching Phantom Menace, <laughs> then Return of the Jedi, then Phantom Menace again, <laughs> oh, then Attack of the a... Clones, and then the Phantom Menace. That must have been a tough, uh, tough few weeks. And then Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then Revenge of the Sith, and then, or and then because we brought it up, so we watched New Hope. Yeah. This time I watched the Blu-ray of New Hope, and it's it's not that it doesn't hold up. It's uh, the what happens in the Blu-ray and other specials and it's just so distracting yeah I know like something I'll just walk in front of the sc- there's a particular bit when they're going into massage yes like, where like the thing just walks in front of the screen only to apparently block the screen off like there's a, yeah there's an enormous scaly dinosaur thing yeah, yeah and certainly on the Blu-ray I don't know if you had this as well it's followed by a yellow droid yeah that but... blocks a scene where <laughs> Alec Guinness is talking to a stormtrooper right, yeah it's like, did you not want people to actually see the film? Lucas? It's weird because it's like, I feel like the intention is, um, hey, weird, let's just see, you know, see what we can do with um, CGI. Isn't it great? But mm. all you're doing is like drawing attention because they don't—they look massively out of place. Yeah, so you can't help but see them and go, "That looks shit." Like, <laughs> there's um, they they did a, a remaster on a Red Dwarf, similarly, and there's a bit where like a model. Scutter, the yeah, three-headed yeah, yeah. thing, just goes right in front of the screen, looks into camera, yeah. and apparently to date, no one wants to claim any credit for that shot <laughs> whatsoever because it doesn't make any sense. That <laughs> is horrible. Uh, the remasters of Red Dwarf are not so good, yeah, and they've taken jokes out and things like that, and they filmized it, which means they made it better by making the image worse. <laughs> it's weird how that works. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they didn't make it better; they increased the color depth yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. but the the image is not as clear mm. or, and it doesn't refresh at the same rate and it's really strange yeah 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 and I've got them somewhere but I, of course you don't, we don't <laughs> I don't like them, them but I've got them of course, <laughs> yeah, obviously. because I'm a massive moron oh, well we've established that at least in this mm. uh, in this what can loosely be de- called a podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> I was saying, I don't want, didn't want to cover too much episode 4 ground because yeah, yeah. I did it literally yesterday we could talk about it off podcast it's still good yeah Um, the thing is whenever I watch them before I haven't watched them with people I've Mm. watched them by myself and I get easily distracted so there's like actual I've never really paid attention to whether they were any good before yeah I mostly I think you just kind of come with an expectation that they're definitely going to be good it's not only that I just would watch them on a technical level like the um, like the end up working out stuff like only the recently did I work out why the in episode 4 the run into the trench run the movement yeah, yeah. is really strange yeah. and it's only this time I realised that on approach it's a it's a 2D it's a 2 dimensional picture yeah. of the trench that they're I say either tracking into or zooming into but since it's a 2D picture the function is exactly the same yeah, yeah, even yeah. if they're tracking into it and then there's a, a flash of laser and then it's into the model yeah, yeah. And so it just looks really weird. Yeah. There's no scaling of the image as it approaches because yeah. it's 2D. And yeah, then yeah. You're in. And for years, it always seemed weird and I couldn't work out why. Uh, this time I worked out why. I found there was a lot of stuff like. But what I, that means that what I don't do is notice any of the. I rewatched Empire Strikes Back because everyone goes on about how yeah, it's yeah. the best one. I'm yeah. like, is it though? It's just another. No, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Um, I enjoyed the emotion I enjoyed the arse kicking at Hoth (laughs) 
My impression is, yeah, this is my theory, that four, I felt like they were just trying to, they thought they, I felt like, I get them as they felt like they were just making a kind of yep. fairly entertaining kind of knockabout like, absolutely sort of serial type. And then uh, for Empire Strikes Back, it feels like they were actually trying to make like a really good like kind of thoughtful sci-fi film, and that's when they—that's when they started thinking we're making a saga. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's such a lies talked about that first one. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure Lucas had some ideas that he yeah, chopped yeah, out yeah. and put into different films, but there was no way this was a planned thing. Yeah, because yeah. it does stuff you would never do. <laughs> like what? Like um, in Return of the Jedi, Leia talking about remembering a real mother and yeah. doesn't work. Um, the the quizzling, the, that is the wrong word, but the uh, shady business with how Obi-Wan talks about Luke's father. It's like, yeah. oh, he was killed by a young Jedi near yeah, Darth Vader. Yeah. Well, what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Not really, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the lyrical bullshit that you've yeah, made. Yeah. It's, a, it's a plot hole you've managed to expand yourself through. Yeah. Um... My favourite non-twist, incidentally, from 4 is, it's like, Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, hmm, I wonder if he's at any relation to old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. it's like, really? It's like, that, that is one of those things that when you watch the prequels and it's like, I don't think I'm spoiling anyone here. And they're mm. like, oh, we're going to hide the babies away. Yes. Like, why don't we hide them with his uh, aunt and uncle mm. and I'll live nearby, but I won't change my name. I'll keep <laughs> the really, like, memorable bit of my... <laughs> like, yeah. I'll just keep my... Well, the thing is, like, uh, I haven't ex- I haven't exp- I haven't looked into this, but he may be Ben Kenobi and yeah. Obi-Wan is some kind of Jedi order. The, the, um, the, family, like, guy, the family guy joke of it is just like, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's like, I wonder if he's any relation to... That Obi Wan Kenobi who lives in the desert is like quite possibly yeah. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. I've forgotten what it was like to laugh at Family Guy, and it probably only was you, you delivered that line. Yeah, I wonder oh, if it's you. a relation to. <laughs> that was Peter. My Peter Griffin is basically Lenny. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go change. change. <laughs> My well. eye. I'm not supposed to get hey. jigs in it. Hey. <laughs> Not for no, not for yo Higgins. Not, no, I can't do it. Yeah. All I can do, the only Peter Griffin impression I can do, is the visual one in my wedding pictures. Oh, right, by being fat, by <laughs> being fat and having a bad haircut and yeah. wearing glasses. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. So, yeah. so yeah, it's a bit of a pisser that. looking at my own wedding pictures and going. <laughs> 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 Did you also make a load of uh, insensitive jokes at your wedding? Probably. I make a sensitive <laughs> joke at someone else's wedding. I know, yeah. <laughs> but at least I left them left them clearing the knowledge that I was not a Nazi. <laughs> well, I'm glad you clarify. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is one of those situations that definitely gets better the more you clarify. <laughs> Sorry, I had a moment where I looked. I, I clocked my DVD of Death Proof over yeah. your shoulder. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I should look into seeing whether I can get the Grindhouse Blu-ray. And I thought, actually, I think I have got that. <laughs> I need a real list of things I've got and not yeah. got, and that people have borrowed. You <laughs> definitely need a, like a massive spreadsheet. I, I've got at least a whole shelf unit's worth of stuff that other people have in their homes somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, sure I have some of your stuff that... But I trust you with things. You Good. Know. You should do. It's fine. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think maybe we should maybe we should fuck off. I could talk about episode four some more. Yeah, yeah I'd no, forgotten. I'm happy to hear it. 
I realise that like there's you, you, you know it's Christmas it's, I think it's, in the UK Christmas is Star Wars time because it used to be on on the telly indeed we didn't get it in the middle of the year like uh, American folks it was it took ages to come here and then it was a Christmas TV staple yeah um, but thankfully not the Star Wars holiday special which I still have never seen and don't I feel- worry about it um, you might want to watch the last episode of John Tron's Starcade where he shows you a lot of the uh, special and then there's a, a surprise ending oh interesting um, which I've ruined on my Facebook wall so there's a like I think even if you hadn't seen it for a while you know the, pretty much everything the plot the whole plot of the film because uh, it's just that ingrained mm. in culture but like I've forgotten quite how long it takes for the <laughs> droids you're cutting that uh, bit of Peter Capaldi from the thick of it yeah, yeah, there's a man he's got his, his tinfoil pal and a pedal bin <laughs> he's fucking fucked his sister <laughs> and they're all made of Lego <laughs> anyway sorry you were saying <laughs> that's that. good um I've forgotten quite how long it took the droids to uh, meet up with Luke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of time spent like just walking through the desert and then other stuff happens. Have you forgotten how annoying C-3PO is? Yes. He was the original Jar Jar that everyone yeah. looked past because yeah. they were kids and it was yeah. cool and he was funny. It speaks to a lot about how, you know... There's a lot of stuff that the series does that you know you kind of forgive when you're a child, but like when you see yeah. the prequels, you're like, "That's rubbish." Exactly. Yeah. That was the like ma- the Ewoks is the obvious example. I I used to think that was the main problem with the prequels, but actually no, they are just not as interesting. No, a set they're, of stories. They're, not, they're not as good a set of stories either. No. Because they aren't stories in their own right. Every, no. like, everything that happens in it exists to set up the status quo as you find it. At the yeah, start yeah, of the yeah, film. yeah. Which is a, not an exciting way to play out things. Mm. When you know for sure, like how stuff's gonna, what's gonna happen in some important cases. My favourite thing the prequels does is that at the end of Revenge of the Sith, Bail Organa orders a memory wipe on C three PO, but not on R two D two. So R two D two spends episodes four, five, and six knowing exactly what the hell's going on yeah. and just not telling anyone for his own amusement. <laughs> what a dick. he's great yeah and also I think what has become increasingly clear is that like Luke is just not a good hero at all like Mark Hamill is a kind of a guy who's just there (laughs) he's not a particularly interesting character Um, he's not a particularly good actor um, Harrison Ford is so much more obviously the guy you look at that and go like that's mm. the guy who's going to be a Mark star Hamill has become very good but I yeah, don't know yeah. if he wasn't good at the time or if it was a fault of the direction yeah, yeah. But, uh, or whether he's just better with the voice than he is yeah visually. I think he spent a lot of time developing his, his voice act if he were Which, and yeah he's very good I mean I've played you know like um, Arkham Asylum and he's, he's so I've come across his Joker his Joker is phenomenal yeah yeah well, because I spent years hearing about how he was a really great Joker in this animated series, yeah. I thought I'm sure he is. And then I played, um, yeah, I played Arkham Asylum. I thought, fuck that animated yeah. series guy. Whoever's the Joker in this is brilliant. <laughs> and it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> well, never mind then. I, I had him and I've forgotten the guy's name, Kevin Kevin Conroy, Conroy yeah. as the Batman. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all worked out well. And they never made a game as good as Asylum again. No. They just got bigger and bigger, which wasn't the same as better and better. Yeah, that was. Let the, that be a lesson to you. Yeah, the game um, developers who listen to our that podcast. was the best thing about Asylum. The good thing about Asylum was it was so you know it was all. Mm. It was all just set in one one space. Like. Yeah, it was expansive. No, it was not yeah. expansive, Chris. Yeah, yeah. It was really. Oh man, Arkham Island was great. Maybe I'll play it again. Do that. Day. 
Have a Merry Christmas. Yes, I will. Thank I you. I gift you the knowledge that you could still play Arkham Asylum again. Uh, I would gift you with gifts, but they have no time. That's all right. I can gift you with your gift. Oh. Um, I was going to say, oh. I'm not big on one-sided gift-giving, but that, uh, what I mean, when it comes to me, and I don't do that. No, when no, it, no. When I'm giving things to other people, I'm fine. No, well, yeah, that's how, I, you you know, know. That's how I feel. I, I honestly don't mind. It'll be a nice thing to look forward to when I get back from my Christmas travels. Mm. One of your yeah. things, believe it or not, is a Doctor Who-related thing. What? <laughs> no, 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 that's actually quite surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now. Yeah, but I suppose, yeah. It was interesting enough that I think you'd go for it. I'm intrigued. Um, do you want to... Shall we uh, wrap this thing up? I mean, yeah. I I'm not going to actually make you open your present on air. Yeah, okay, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm genuinely happy to do it. Look, I've made you open I'm birthday not... presents on the okay. podcast. Well, I have yeah. two... Issues. One is I'm a bit of a stickler, and I'm like, it's more than a week before Christmas. Oh, well, so then, well, then, no, then don't worry about the it. The other is I'm like, what if you don't like it? <laughs> yeah, so. all right, then, well, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's instead wrap up the podcast, as you said. Yeah, yeah. You haven't played the bass or anything, have you? Oh, I can play a bit of bass. Oh, I was going to stop before you got the chance. <laughs> <laughs> this is better. All right, then. Careful right, of right. it. Um, play some uh, unamplified bass. Yes. Some tune. I didn't make that just play that. It's just like, what, just to, it's just just to play some octave Gs? G-Rock. You may recall that when we used to jam together and we couldn't think of anything to do, we would do this thing we called G-Rock, which was just vamping on yeah, G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For endlessly. Oh, this is the best vamp on G. Guys, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy yeah, New yeah, Year. Merry that. We're going to be round for um, doc- the Doctor Who ehpodcast.com 11th hour podcast special this has been a very relatively unspecial episode of Joe and Chris do a thing but it keeps our feed alive and I quite like the novelty of just doing doing it the week after we finished EH podcast and just yeah yeah. it's neat and also we're about to go off and watch uh, Blackadder's Christmas Carol which we do every Uh, year as you may know Uh, and if you want to hear what we think of that listen to one we released last year exactly where we talked about that and something else Santa Claus the movie yes I would be quite willing to do one. We'd have said, to do it. Off, said with Dustin Hoffman, with Dudley <laughs> Moore, Chris, and David Huddleston. Yes, and John Lithgow. Yeah, obviously. Um, I, I'd almost be up for doing like a slightly more horror-related Christmas one, like Black Christmas. And I've been trying to make you see Black yeah. Christmas for years. It'll happen. I don't know where my copy is now. <laughs> we're just hoping we can watch the proper one and maybe the Morgan and Wong 2006 one. Yeah, with Kristen Cloak. And then that could be the start of the uh, long feared Kristen Cloak related podcast, The Cloak Room. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, that's a very, very, very minor joke for um, a very select audience. Well, there you go. Minor jokes for everyone. Yeah. Oh. Like jokes about Arthur Scargill, right? Yes, it's good. Excellent. Right, I think we should. Uh, I think we should dick off, guy. All right, dick off. To you, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and to all a good night. Indeed. God dick us, everyone. God dick us. <laughs> Dear Lord.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.